I think I can simulate whether or not I will enjoy being pegged. I don't know. We, we've talked about this a little bit. I mean, it is possible that, you know, something like a prostate massage or something mm-hmm. might be this like level of pleasure that I've never experienced or at least compelling in a way that I've never experienced. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with a combination of candor, hilarity, and deadpan delivery. We have a fun set of topics to cover today, including an alarming twist on using your partner's toothbrush to masturbate, how to turn down a girlfriend's constant request to peg you, how to walk back an I love you declaration, and much more. I'm Keith, and I'm currently traveling, so I am approximately 250 times further than usual from Mike, and I'm using a more portable microphone, so we'll see if that affects the quality of the show at all. Mike, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, And we have a returning guest today. Alyssa is sitting across from me in our hotel room in Dominica. She has many claims to fame that are more interesting than being my girlfriend, but uh, that is one of them. Welcome back, Alyssa. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) Where, uh, (laughs) Keith, where is Dominica? Uh, it's Dominica, apparently. Sorry, Dominica. It said that on the video that they showed us in the... In customs. In customs, yeah. Uh, it's in the Southeast Caribbean. It's in between Martinique and Guadeloupe. And they speak French and English here because they were alternately under French and British control. Got it. Yeah. So, all right, we'll get started immediately here, but I first have to pay the meter. Listeners, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Insist to your friends that we're worth listening to. And if you have any feedback for the podcast, we pay $10 for any feedback we receive at YMNVPod on Twitter or at YMNVPod at gmail.com. Those are the two places to send us questions to. Uh, so let us, and yeah, and if you send us a question there, let us know if you want us to use them on, in the show in your notes. Now that's out of the way, let's get into it. Uh, We received an email about squirting this week that I think we should litigate. How do you guys feel about that? Well, good. It's a good email. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, uh, Yeah, this this person, we're going to keep anonymous, so we'll, we'll call her Jane. This is the first day I've listened to your podcast. I'm totally fascinated. I can't stop listening. Awesome. Oh, okay. She has good taste anyway. So. I went to this one and you're talking about squirting. I'd like to make a comment on this. Squirting is real. It happened to me and I was completely surprised, so I did some research. It's definitely not incontinence. I think she's using your word there, Mike. Uh, I mean, I don't know what happens for other people. I'm only speaking for myself. I could say so much about it in detail, but I'll keep it short, I guess. It's rare. It has only happened to me a few times ever, and there's a science or process to it. I don't know exactly how to put that but you have to be in a particular headspace for it because your body naturally tries to shut it down as if you're going to pee. So it usually doesn't happen for people. What I read about said that even though it's squirting, even though it's squirting, a percentage of it is pee. So if some chick has yellow squirting going on, that's BS and probably pee. But seriously though, it is possible for women to squirt. It's totally a real thing. And it's like a quick burst, like a freaking geyser looks nothing like a woman peeing. Um, Okay, I think she thinks that the thing that comes out when she quote unquote squirts is not pee. Do you guys agree that she thinks that? Yes. <laughs> that she thinks that. We want I want to be as provocative as possible here because we 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 told her that, you know, this is something that uh might be interesting to discuss on the show. And so if we really are provocative, maybe she'll uh 
be more inclined to explain the, the squirting okay. quotes to us we'll live. Be as outrageous as possible. Right. Yes, I am basically positive it's P. You said sure. you've been yes, with. Yes, of course it is. You guys have both been with people who've squirted before. Yes. Right? Like, do you feel. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. Do you feel like it was like, was it like close enough, like where you can smell it, taste it, all that good stuff? No? It was not close enough. I mean, it was close enough where I could have tasted it, mm-hmm. but I elected not to since it is pee. But you could smell it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could smell it. Did it smell like pee? Well, pee has like a wide range of smelling. Like if you mm-hmm. are properly hydrated and mm-hmm. haven't eaten anything strange like asparagus, mm-hmm. it smells, it's fairly odorless. Mine is anyway. Okay. <laughs> right? I guess, I don't know. I think just pee has its like own like, it just has its like own smell. Like just your like It is. Smell, I wouldn't right? I it, wouldn't mistake it for water. Right, exactly. Okay. But it's not like squirts not water just coming out of your body. I don't Okay, I think what you're asking is was there anything different about the smell yeah. that implied that it may not have been urine? Same. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> not that I recall. Not that I recall. I mean, but to be fair, there's already a lot of, well, not maybe not a lot of, but there's already various or some other scents going on. And so like, I mean, I mean, for starters, like, you know, that area of the woman's body already, the smell of that, the odor, the smell of that area of the woman's body is already influenced by pee, right? Sure. And so it wouldn't necessarily be that different from Look, the, the the issue here is more like the basic and fundamental issue that there is not a storage mechanism in the female body for some fluid that's not pee. What I'm interested in is the, uh, I guess, purported evolutionary benefit that a that uh, humans would get from this uh, behavior. So, um, if I'm to understand it correctly, um, when a woman is really, really excited, really super aroused, really in the zone with a guy. Uh, then and only then, uh, her body has this behavior where it's going to expel a fluid, which will tend to uh, on orgasm, which will tend to uh, uh, potentially expel the man's semen and lower the odds, pr- presumably, or, or you know, yeah, it's going to basically introduce a fluid that makes mm. uh, conception potentially more complicated. Uh, that doesn't seem right to me. Yeah, maybe okay. it does make it. Maybe like if you have maybe if you have some extra fluid in there, like it can mix in with the semen. And, uh, okay, is it possible? Okay, so I think we all agree there is not some mysterious sack of fluid that is different from urine, right? Okay, so yeah, you do agree with that, or no, you do not. Agree no, with I that? agree with okay. it. I agree that okay. we have a, just a bladder. Could there be some mixing that goes on, like like? Like, could there be a bubble where <laughs> urine mixes with whatever the, whatever the, like, whatever the thing that women secrete that, that produces lubrication? No. You can check with your, uh, your brother-in-law on anatomy about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, cause yeah, I mean, we were joking before we started recording, like, yeah, I mean, it's not like there's some chemical difference between female squirt ejaculate and ejaculate and, and urine and urine i can imagine a a um a uh 
evolutionary benefit though. What would that be? Like just some fluid that like sort of helps, helps along the sperm or something. Uh, no, that's something I guess, but I mean, then everybody would do it. It wouldn't be like, you know, 20% of women or whatever it is. I don't Agreed. know what it is. Maybe it's higher than that. Uh, I, it could be that, <laughs> like, I think that men, okay, <laughs> if it were true that there were some other substance, some other fluid that women ejaculated, and it was not urine, and it was, it, yeah, it, would, it could be evolutionarily beneficial because it massages the man's ego to be able to cause that, and that could have some benefit. I mean, I don't know. I could imagine that's cult- completely cultural. I could imagine a culture where instead men, when they get peed on, like would want their woman, the woman to be executed or something. It could be the opposite. Like men could find that very offensive and, and not yeah. massage their ego at all. Um, I'm interested also in, uh, I think Alyssa could obviously as a woman could uniquely tell us whether, I mean, I think my impression before we started recording was that she felt I was off base with, oh, you didn't, you just read the person's question. But one of the things I said in replying to the person was, uh, talking about this notion that maybe uh, there's a wider range of possible experiences of peeing for a woman than a man. Now, I mean, a man's equipment is set up so that, uh, you know, the pee has to travel a significantly longer distance. And that means that like, you know, it sort of standardizes the amount of flow that can run through it. Uh, You know, there's not that much range of motion. I mean, you can squeeze your penis to make it sort of like to regulate the flow, I suppose. But like in terms of like this geyser thing is not particularly possible, but I could imagine that for a woman, maybe if you go to the bathroom and you really, really have to go, maybe there are situations where like a much larger amount of pee comes out, say per unit time than, uh, in a normal experience of peeing, because like you don't have so much, uh, piping that it has to run through. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. a pretty short, so you can sort of expand, <laughs> expand the piping a little bit and, mm-hmm. and, and you do get a geyser like experience. Uh, can you comment on that, Alyssa? I don't think my experience is quite different from when I pee versus how you guys would pee. I mean, generally when I go to the bathroom, even if like my bladder is like really full and I have to go, like it's just, you know, it just comes out the urethra. It's just one long stream. Like maybe the pressure would be more, but it's not like a geyser like experience. It's just, I'm just, it doesn't a stream. No. Do you think by geyser, she was talking about the flow rate or like old faithful or that it was pulsing? I took it to be fl- flow rate, but yeah, well, I think flow it means, rate. I think she means it was pulsing. I think that's a pretty sophisticated knowledge of geysers there, Keith. But maybe <laughs> I've been I've been to Yellowstone and Iceland, <laughs> and there's actually volcanoes yes, here yes. in Dominica, and we climbed one yesterday. So I am that's I am in fact a that's uh, really good <laughs> geyser expert. Geyser expert. <laughs> Back to urethras. Uh, so Alyssa. Um, uh, it is the case that uh, women, so I mean, there is, a, I mean, women can't direct the stream as well as men can. I mean, that's a, that's a concrete thing. Well, no, we don't uh, have a separate and, appendage to do that. Right. And so it's going to sort of spray around potentially more. I mean, like, let me, let me mm-hmm. ask this, like, I mean, if you have a large amount of pee you need to output mm-hmm. versus a small amount, a, a large amount, it will, di- the stream is much more directed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean. I just, I, when I think guys are like, I'm thinking like, you know, when you like have like a, like a, like a hose outside and you put your thumb on it and it just starts squirting everywhere. That's what I imagine like a geyser like experience yeah, is. So we have three but, different, different interpretations of her 
using the word geyser. I think she means pulsing. You think you mean a ton at once, and you think you mean a bigger. You think she means a bigger spray pattern. That's what. That's what like, I imagine. Because even like, if, <laughs> we, like need clar- we need, need to ask her a clarifying question. <laughs> yeah, it's true. This is why I suggested she, we we could uh, interrogate her. I think. Um, I think. Okay, can we just can we, for the sake of argument, say she meant pulsing? Because I think that's the most interesting thing to interrogate. Because I think that's different than the normal peeing experience. Like I couldn't really pulse my urine even if i wanted to like i could but like i in some of the videos you see of people squirting it it pulses in a way that i'm not sure that i could do like a sprinkler yeah sort of yeah yeah those sprinklers that are like you know those yeah i can't do that with my pee (laughs) okay but okay wait you have squirted once multiple more, more than one how many times in your life twice okay very far apart yeah Different partners. Okay. Uh, and it was not a geyser-like experience. So, Alyssa, before those times, how much, how many, how many glasses of water would you say you drank? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can't recall. No, but I remember. Can I? Yes. Can I disclose a little bit something about your, your peeing frequency? My peeing frequency? Oh, yes. my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. Okay. She pees a lot. Like, she always huh. has to pee. Mm-hmm. In spirit, not literally. So, I, 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 okay, I don't, Mike, can you play the, like, bad cop here? Like, that's questioning her, her squirting experience. <laughs> sure. or no, I'm happy, I'm happy to share I'm not like, questioning it. it. I'm yeah. not questioning it. Like, my, my interpretation, uh, like, okay, I have some questions. Yeah. Uh, when you, in both cases, when you did, mm-hmm. it was during a, an actual legitimate orgasm you had? The second one, yes. The first one, no. And that's why I had thought I had I thought I had peed myself. And I was just like, oof. So I like looked, but it was weird though because I had it was really it was like really close to my face. At one point, I was like, this doesn't smell anything Wait, like. What pee. was close to your face? Oh, the, the squirt. Whatever the flu- the <laughs> mysterious fluid. The mysterious clear fluid. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like a tiny bit. So I thought, like, did I pee myself a little bit? If, and if, I was, if you normally pee ten units, mm-hmm. how many units was this little bit? It was like just a small amount. Like one unit? Like a like tenth of It was just like a, like, just like a little squirt, like a clear fluid. Okay. It was really small. Okay. And that's why I was like, did I pee myself? Because I imagine if like, I if you go, it's just, it's just going to continuously flow, right? It's like, you, I've never been able to stop myself from peeing. Yeah. I mean, it is the opinion of the editors that you did pee yourself. I thought so, but it was just, <laughs> a, it was just like a small amount. And the weird okay, thing was it didn't happen during time? an orgasm. It didn't happen during orgasm no. the first time. And Were the second you time it did. Substantially aroused? Yes. Even without me? <laughs> wow. I, I have, I have kissed well, kiss somebody. I have to yeah. digest this guy. I have kissed somebody before you, yes. Uh, okay, so, uh, and then, uh, okay, so there was that time. What happened the second time? The second time it was a little bit more, but again, not, it wasn't like a stream of fluid or anything. It was just, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just like, just like a couple, like little, like spurts of water pulses yeah like pulses and i had thought maybe that the reason why it was pulsing was because you know it was with the orgasm it was with the orgasm obviously like they were fingering me and so there was like you know there was something going in and out of me and so i thought maybe that's what the pulsing was from and again i thought maybe i peed myself because i had said something before to to the guy i was just like i feel like i have to pee myself i have to go to the restroom and he goes no 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 that's just your g spot and i was like "Mm, i don't know hmm but again, it just didn't smell and didn't taste like didn't taste like anything. So I was just like, hmm. You tasted it. Yeah. 
So what uh, okay. did the guy uh, look like? What did the guy look like? <laughs> <laughs> How big was he? I need answers. Um, I know. I was just asking the question on Keith's behalf. We, yeah. should, we, should move, we should move on, Keith. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm not hearing anything there that is uh, a significant uh, argument in favor of the, of the theory that it is a different fluid than urine. Are you, are you, Mike? No, I mean, when, if it's a very small amount, I think that makes it possible, you know, more plausible that it's something that, that like, I mean, there are various glands that have secretions. Like if it's a very small amount, I'm not like, then you're not going to get as big of an argument for me. It's when it's a, like a large quantity, you know, what do I mean by large quantity? You know, like, I don't know, like more than, I want to say like, you know, a few thimbles full, like, you know, <laughs> like, like kind of a, like a, a macroscopic guy amount. I feel yeah, like, like a reasonable amount. Then I'm every other wonder. episode, we have a d- discussion of volume now. Didn't we get into like CCs last time? Yeah. All right. This is boring. Let's move on. Um, okay. Uh, this person on Reddit says, uh, I, and, and he's a 19-year-old male, just found out that my girlfriend, an 18-year-old female, used my toothbrush to masturbate. Uh, and then- Which end? Great question, great clarifying question, and it is discussed. So it's not discussed okay, in the thread, but it's it's the number two comment. Okay, given that she's, it's a little bit confusing here, so bear with me. Given that she's my sister's childhood best friend, Tess has been over Ooh. at my place since we were kids. We've been dating for a month now. Okay, so she was over all the time while they were growing up, but they've been dating for just a month. That sounds hot. If she did it after we got together, I would be perfectly fine with it. So he's revealing that she was masturbating with his toothbrush before they were dating. However, she's been using my toothbrush to masturbate during sleepovers for two years before asking me out. I found out after she and my sister got drunk and laughed about it. Now I feel a bit weirded out. I'm not pissed or anything, just a little miffed. (laughs) How should I process this piece of news? So for our longtime listeners, they'll remember Mike's disgust with even the notion of sharing toothbrushes in, in the same mouth. I'm guessing this is, this is even worse in your view. Uh, it depends on what part of the toothbrush was used. I also wanted to mention that my sister <clears throat> once dated my childhood friend. Did she? So I know. I know. I'm, I can. Yeah. Do you know if she did? She have access to his toothbrush? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. It's, it's a very it's a tricky situation because you don't want to hear all that when you know it's it's tricky. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, somebody asked which end, and this guy says the original poster said bristles end, and then the next comments are, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no." Uh, how, how would you, you use? Correct. Yeah, can you speculate at all, Alyssa? Was it an electric toothbrush? It's got to be. I mean, if it's if it's an electric toothbrush, you're even less incentivized to use the bristles end. You you want to use the vibrating handle. No, because isn't the bristles I mean, end the one that vibrates? They yeah, but the motor's yes. in the handle. That's true. You're right. I mean, the motor if, the if, motor is vibrating the head, but yeah. the, but the motor itself is in is in the whatever the handle, the base. Yeah, but I wonder if, if the they're bristle- using the if they're following dentist's instructions, uh, <laughs> it would be a soft bristled toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does that make it any better? Or, I mean, do you think would it be? I don't think I would want a, a toothbrush, the bristles end of the toothbrush, uh, massaging the uh, tip of my penis. I imagine that, that would just like callus over my, my clitoris or something. It's just. Yeah, it sound, does, yeah, it doesn't sound comfortable. Bristles end. Yeah. I think I need more clarification here. Like, was he, she massaging it with her clitoris or was she putting the toothbrush inside of her? We didn't, we don't have that level of detail, unfortunately. 
Um, imagine if the sexes were reversed and some dude was jizzing on his friend's sister's toothbrush for two years. What do you think the reaction to that would be? Wait, she was masturbating with it for two years? Yes, two years before they started dating. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I think people would get very upset. Uh, there would yes. be a lot of condemnation of the guy. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, she, she also would have been a minor. and yeah. I can't believe that she just, like, let him, she just told him this. Yeah, I think she doesn't realize, like, how appalling that is. It's also weird that her friend also knows this, too. Like, they were laughing about it while they were drinking. The boyfriend's sister. The, boy- uh, the so boyfriend's sister. She knew, so his sister knew the entire time that she her best friend was masturbating with her brother's toothbrush, and they're just laughing about it. Just mm-hmm. Maybe she liked the sort of tingle feel of the uh, toothpaste, the re- residual toothpaste, right? It gave her just a little tingle in her, in Mike, her, you know. Have you ever used peppermint soap? Dr. Brommers has the most, like, uh, common peppermint soap. Have you oh, ever I thought used it was it? called... I thought it was called Dr. Boners. Yeah, it does look like it. Uh, it's pepperminty, and I don't like using it because it like feels a little weird on my penis. I had, it also uh, so feels I, weird on my head, but yeah. I, I worked at a company where uh, they had that soap. It wasn't that. I'm sure it was a much cheaper version yeah. in the, uh, the locker room for the gym. At uh-huh. the, yes, it was a company that had like a, a gym that you could use. Very nice. But... Uh, uh, and I, I mentioned to, um, a couple of folks that, uh, it <laughs> tingled a bit <laughs> in certain right. and I, and I, and I remember saying it tingled and then I remember uh, wanting it to keep it G rated and saying, like, Oh, my face, my face. And one of the women really, one of the women uh, who was there when I said this was like at lunch or something really perked up and I could tell. She knew. She knew. We had a connection. Yeah, you know, we had a connection. <laughs> she had been tingled as well. Uh, but yeah. so I don't know. I, 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 I could imagine the sensation on a woman being more aggressive than on a man, but I don't actually know. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you, Keith, have had this experience of having uh, like a uh, liquid soap. Like if you use a liquid soap as a man, you have to mm-hmm. keep your penis pointed down typically. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't, you can actually wind up introducing the soap into the. Uh, Metis, the- <laughs> which is the little hole at the end of your penis. <laughs> yeah. And it hurts. It hurts a lot. And it actually, one of the things that can happen uh, for the, I guess we have a, a number of women listeners now. Uh, one of the things that can happen for the man that may, probably women don't experience is like, it's actually a stealth pain. It's stealthy because it actually doesn't hurt when it happens. And then maybe like 30 minutes later, when you go to pee, it really hurts. Have you had this experience, yeah. Keith? I don't know. You well, have, yeah. Oh, you mean you mean the one with soap? Yes, I have. Yeah, the soap one, sense. but also like this stealth thing where like it doesn't actually hurt until you pee later. Yeah, it's Strange. like the introduction of the fluid that changes the. Yeah, and so like you, so basically, like whenever you pee later, you immediately think you have like herpes. Or, <laughs> is herpes the one that gives you that pain? Uh, Keith might know. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's uh. Okay, what's what's the? Uh, it's like a UTI can. No, chlamydia. It's chlamydia, I think. Yeah, drip dick. <laughs> right. Oh no. But, uh, Alyssa, yeah. do women get this kind of experience with the soft, softer soaps or the toothpaste or whatever? No, I mean, I like I use minty soap and I use minty soap to clean. It actually feels like really nice. It does feel really tingly. 
Um, some people don't like it though. I remember I think I was with one of my girlfriends in Mexico and she had used my soap and she came out and she was like, oh my God, my vagina burns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think. So it depends. Yeah. Hmm. My, my worst experience on this axis was uh, I was in, <laughs> I was in Jordan and I was swimming in the Dead Sea, which is, you know, like, I don't know, 20 times saltier than the oceans or something. And yeah, I could feel the water. I don't know if, uh, how it got up there osmosis or something uh like on the tip of my penis and it and it's so salty that it that it burns it was uh not not a great experience okay let's back to the toothbrush yeah well i mean look the toothbrush guy whatever that's weird i think we just know that's weird and you shouldn't do it Uh, i have a post from it being (laughs) masturbating with your partner's toothbrush you don't do that do you no i don't think you would care Even if I did. Probably wouldn't. But could you use like maybe not the bristles end? Fine. (laughs) Okay. This is from the Sugar Lifestyle Forum. And uh, we haven't lifted a comment from here for a while, but I I like this one. Is it possible to walk back an I love you without destroying a sugar relationship? Mm. Uh, This person has a 23-year-old female sugar baby. Uh, He says a few days ago, uh, he says the sugar baby a few days ago said, I love you while giving me a blowjob. And I said it back. Second time it's happened. First time was 12 years ago, happened during sex, and I ended up getting married, two kids, divorced. (laughs) Right after I shot my load, I knew I fucked up again. If history holds true, she's going to start inviting herself over whenever. We're already texting a lot more with that line. I have another sugar baby driving in next week for an overnight, and it'll be on my mind the entire time that she'll just pop in. Right now, I'm like the old lady in the notebook. I'm thinking clearly right now, and I know I fucked up. Any advice is appreciated in my moment of clarity. I don't know how much time I have left. I really don't want to end it if possible. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how much time I have left. <laughs> she, I would have, if I were him, I would definitely have interpreted that she, that the you in that sentence was the penis. In other words, she's declaring her affection for his penis. Oh, I love you. I love you. During a blowjob. That's like a weird time to say it the first time. It's aggressive. It's like, it's like, uh, it's, it's, because she's got her mouth near your penis. So there's some risk. And uh, it's. Yeah. You definitely have to return it. You have to, I mean, even if you didn't want to say it, even if he had clarity, even in that moment, he might've elected to say it because yeah, he's getting a blowjob. Obviously Mm -hmm. the thing he should have done if he was going to be a real kind of hardcore, uh, mature sugar daddy would be to reply. I know. (laughs) Real Han Solo. Han Solo reply. Yes. Right. Yeah, she timed it right though, just mid blow job. Yeah. I she, love you. He, she entrapped him. <laughs> uh the comments here uh point out the obvious. Well, the first one says, sorry man, it's too late. You're past the deadline for backtracking. We'll have to get married and have at least two kids now. <laughs> um and then yeah, I mean the responsible answer is uh just because she said bippity boppity boo doesn't make you make you a frog or her gand off the gray. Tell the people that you love you love them as often as possible. Life goes by fast. And you're in the good old days right now. So live oh, those geez. days intensely and passionately. You both still get to have boundaries. Neither of you should cross them because you don't show the love to someone by crossing their boundaries. If she crosses yours, tell her, hey, you can't just show up. I love you, but this is my personal space. I would not p- pop in on you or do other things you don't like. Please don't do that to me. This is actually not the right advice. I mean, it's directionally <laughs> correct. But he has this emergency, which is he told her she's getting increasingly clingy. And he anticipates this risk that she's just going to show up mm-hmm. and he needs a way to stop that from happening. And he views the two choices as walking back the, I love you 
or breaking up with her. But he doesn't want to have the adult conversation, which is, listen, I have multiple partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sounds like he hasn't disclosed that he has multiple sugar babies to her. I'm guessing that's correct. Mm-hmm. It just yeah, it just kind of sounds like he doesn't have the tools to be able to have a, a conversation with her and say like, hey, like I know we said this, here's some boundaries, you know, everything's fine. It just kind of sounds like he just wants to pretend like nothing happened and or just break up with her well, because assume, he doesn't want to deal with it. Assume his intuition right. is correct. Assume yeah. his intuition is correct. Uh-huh. And that if he tells her that she will break up with him. Mm-hmm. One, He's, is he morally yeah. obligated to tell her? Two, I'm, I assume you're going to say yes to that. You think yes. you should tell her. I think he should, but you always disagree with me. I think the best way is just to be honest. And then whatever happens, happens. Well, Wait, honest about what? Yeah, that's honest about like just honest about his feelings, you know, just about like he, he thinks that she's going to cross some boundaries that he doesn't want it to go through A, B and C. But it kind of sounds like he doesn't have like the capacity to do that because it sounds like the last time he said, I love you to somebody. He, he ended married up, them. He just ended up marrying them because he didn't want to <laughs> well, deal with it and have this hard conversation with her. <laughs> Alyssa, I assume that you can uh, like you can see that your desire for honesty and transparency in these situations, you can see that like it's. I assume you can see that that's conditioned on the fact that like probably for you, like it's not, I mean, that the mere ability to find such a partner uh, is much easier for you than it might be for this, this particular person posting. Right. And so like, I think you're viewing like the downside risk of the honesty is like pretty low. Mm -hmm. Maybe you disagree with that. Um, No, I I agree. I I agree that my, okay. My, yeah. I agree so like that my of the, yeah. experience is different. Oh, no, no, I'm not. It's, but basically, like, for a guy, in particularly in this situation, like, he also values honesty uh, generally in his life, but I assume. But he's looking at this massive downside because he's thinking to himself, like, it might take me two years to find another partner of this uh, high uh, physical <laughs> quality um and then that that's you know i think i think that's the main reason why men uh, are dishonest in these situations it's because they it's more complicated for them to find another woman willing to have sex with them than it is for a what would it be for an equivalent woman to find a man to have sex with her anyway like do you have any thoughts multiple. on that or maybe you disagree no i mean like i understand that my of course my experience is different than other people's experience right like you know what i value and like what i would do is different than what other people would so I'm not like, who am I to say, but it does kind of, but it does sound like he does have multiple partners. So I think he's fine in that regard. That's true. Yeah, he may be. I just think, I just think his intuition that partner number one will respond badly to telling her that he has multiple partners is probably correct. I'm not sure. I mean, the details here matter. Like he might be like, in sugar relationships, there's all different kinds of things that like constitute value to either party. Uh, for both parties, they would probably prefer that their partner only be sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the man, they would probably prefer that the woman only be dating them. Mm-hmm. And so people might say various lies so as to increase their value in the eye of the other person. And... I don't know if that's moral or just, but I, I think you see this kind of thing on the Sugar Lifestyle Forum a lot where people are like, well, yeah, I have this like ethical issue and you know, he knows what the proper ethics are, but in execution, it, it could make things much, much, much harder without telling 
yeah, that various lives. Been, that should have been established early on, though. So it should have been. He, now he's just kind of in a pickle. Yeah. So in the so in like the case that you guys were in a situation where you said I love you accidentally too soon, <laughs> yeah. how would you walk back the I love you? You can't. So you just have to I would do the thing. <laughs> I would do the, like there's this thing you can do. Like let's say that um, let's say that you're like uh, uh, walking down the street. Let's say you're doing something embarrassing. Like the thing I was thinking of is like you're walking down the street and you're like, you know, like you're, 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 you're yeah, you're thinking over something and you like, you're talking to yourself a little bit out loud. This is a pretty normal thing. And like somebody's there and you don't know they're there and it's sort of embarrassing. And you're like, oh, and then maybe you'll like do it. You'll like act like you were singing a song or you like do some other behavior to like imply that like you weren't <laughs> doing what you're doing. So what you could do is you could just like start saying it a lot. Right. Just like you could, you could just like, you could, you could tell, you could in front of them, tell the cashier, you love them, uh, tell the waiter <laughs> at a restaurant, you love them and just start saying it to everybody. You're devaluing yeah. the, I love yeah, you. Exactly. You just yeah. destroy, just, yeah, you do like, it's like the, the federal government. You just inflate out, you inflate yeah. out, you start printing. I love you. You make it yeah. worth a, a Russian ruble or whatever. That exactly. did actually happen to me one time where someone tried to walk back and I love you. Really? Yeah. Okay, so they, you said it to him. No, no, they said it to me. Oh, and, and you said it back. And I, I, well, no, I didn't say it back. I didn't say it back. I just said, "Oh," and he, he basically he walked it back immediately and said, "Oh, I just tell all of my my really close friends that I love them." Mm. And I was like, "Well, that's good. That's it's quick." Pretty cringy. It was quick. It happened. I don't think people should say "I love you" unless they have some <laughs> confidence that the other person already thinks it. Like you can't, you shouldn't ambush people <laughs> into because there is no. You can't say. There is no polite way to decline somebody saying that they love you. Like yeah, no, there was no polite way. Yeah. Oh, you this... actually wanted to decline it too, Alyssa. Oh, I did decline it. I, I just no, said... but did you want him to not think it about you as well? To say to like not love me? Yes. Oh yeah, no, that was I mean established really <laughs> early on. So I was just really taken aback when it happened. I was just like, um, that's not supposed to happen. And then I kind of told him, I was like, oh, maybe we should stop like you know like having sex for a while and see how that goes you know and he was just like, oh no i just tell all my really close friends that i love them huh. so like, okay so he walked it back really fast but it sounds like this guy here kind of it's yeah, like a I mean, this, guy, later. this guy interrupted himself uh he's not gonna there is no good way to walk he's, it back he's, he's in trouble all right next topic uh oh we haven't talked about pegging for a while uh this person says my girlfriend wants to do pegging I'm sure that's the right verb construction there my, my girlfriend wants to perform pegging wants to peg me wants to peg me yeah my girlfriend has been asking me for some time to do pegging i don't feel comfortable trying it and i told her i wouldn't like doing it she's still asking me to do that and she also told me that sooner or later i'm going to wake up with a dildo in my ass hmm. <laughs> what should i do was this you that posted no <laughs> off. uh wait i want to hear more about this no. Uh, is, are you, uh, Alyssa, are you pressuring uh, Keith into accepting pegging? No, I was joking. But if he wants to try. No, no. no. He won't let me near his butthole at all, so that's, that's fine. Not, that's, that for now. Well, you would be up for it, though. If, if, it were, if he were interested, you would be up for it, Alyssa. Oh, yeah. Have you done this before? I no, can't I remember. Not. You might have told us. Okay. Okay. Do you think you would enjoy it, or do you think you would enjoy me potentially enjoying it? I would enjoy my partner enjoying it. A hundred percent. It wouldn't feel like empowering. You, you wouldn't enjoy the dominance. I don't know. I mean, I've never been in that situation. I've been in dominant. Um, I've been in like the dominant role before and I've enjoyed it, but uh -huh. mostly just because my partner was really enjoying it. 
Okay. So when you're dominating a man, Keith, a man, whatever, uh, what do you do? <laughs> um, like it's, it's usually just like dirt, like just dirty talk or, you know, be like, you know, being on top, like a little bit of like rough play, but that's usually just like they'll ask for it. You know, I don't really like being in that role, but if like my partner's like really into it and they really enjoy it, then yeah, I'm not to play. Slap them around a little. It doesn't yeah, kind of gross bit, you yeah. out a little bit? Like, no. Huh. It doesn't feel it. like the person is less masculine when. No. Huh. Hmm. If they like it, they like it. Yeah. To and be clear, this is not on the menu. I am not. Fine. <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. That's, it. That's an For out now. hole, not an in hole. Uh, <laughs> out hole, not an in hole. Yeah. So. Um, there's also in this guy's post the, the, the threat that he's going to wake up with a dildo in his ass. Uh, that's obviously uh, threatening rape, right? We, we both yeah, agree. Yeah, no, that's, that's not okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times if you reverse the genders here. It, uh... I actually feel really bad for him because it kind of sounds like he's just been, no, I'm not comfortable with that. And it, that should have just been a really short conversation. You know, yeah. and there's like always like, I'm sure if, hurt his partner was you know trying to like warm up to it or just trying to get more comfortable with it but it kind of seems like she's been yeah she's threatening to put a put something inside of him while he's sleeping right yeah well, she's threatening i mean generally but i mean i mean to be fair like um well do when you're sleeping and not aware that's different but i mean in general like women have to contend all women basically have to contend with the reality that uh, when they want to be in a relationship with a man, they have to contend with the expectation that he's going to put things in their body. Yeah. And yeah. How do, and how do you, how do you ha- tolerate that? <laughs> <laughs> you like it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, but for men though, you just, you never had anything inside of you. So for the most part, at least you no, guys for have. the explicit part. For the explicit part, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't know until you try it. I think I can simulate whether or not I will enjoy being pegged. I don't know. We, we've talked about this a little bit. I mean, it is possible that, you know, something like a prostate massage or something mm-hmm. might be this like level of pleasure that I've never experienced or at least compelling in a way that I've never experienced. I, I, I allow for that possibility. Yeah. But... I'm just sort of not. I think there's levels to it, right? Like you wouldn't just go straight into pegging. Like there'd probably be, you know, like maybe a finger and then graduate onto something else, like a plug. This is, this is a hypothetical good. situation yeah. for people. Yes. <laughs> Alyssa, was there ever a time in your life when the notion of things being introduced into your body like this sort of bothered you and there was something that kind of like turned you turn the corner for you like was there when you were younger maybe a lot younger would it sort of creep you out you're like oh i don't that doesn't seem like a something i would want to have happen and then something changed or was it always like oh yeah that sounds great i can't think of a moment where i was just like oh gross no i mean i started i feel like i started i started masturbating really young um and to do that i had to start putting things inside of myself so it was just mostly just like using my fingers um so i think being comfortable with like with my body in that way, it didn't, they didn't seem too intimidating. 
Got it. I think more of like the performance aspect is what was more intimidating to me because you know you start watching porn, you know, and then like the women in the porn just doing gymnastics, and I was like, Jesus! Like, <laughs> you like, worried you wouldn't be good enough. I was worried, yeah. So I was more of the performative aspect, not of having something inside of me because I already had put things inside of me previously. Yeah. So maybe uh, what what society should do is much as society's normalizing. Um, uh, different sort of gender situations like transgender and gay, lesbian, and all these different uh, things for uh, younger children. Maybe society also should encourage men or young boys to explore uh, in this way to normalize uh, insertion of objects. I don't know. Would you guys try? Well, as a young boy, I might have. <laughs> you might have. <laughs> But not now. It's too far gone. <laughs> That's the thing. And so maybe, maybe now I was actually being facetious. You guys were looking at me like, like uh, I was sort of kidding around about like, uh, it's like how far, how far is society going to go on this uh, teaching young, very young people? Uh, yeah. At what point does it cross the line? Uh, but anyway, like basically you're saying like for, at a very young age, like it became, this became normalized for you. And it is possible that like that impressionable age, if a boy had it normalized through self-play presumably uh then it would be less of a big deal to then later uh engage in play like this so, yeah go back and do it again keith maybe you would uh, <laughs> swap out your sleeping bag for uh, a bed post or a, for, for a toothbrush a toothbrush yeah exactly your sister's <laughs> toothbrush <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, that. Think about that. Would be the worst. You say your your uh, your brother's had his tooth your toothbrush up his butt. Yeah, I wonder if she was using. I wonder if she was using his toothbrush because yeah, she had to have been using it because she was attracted to him. It was a yeah. It was like violating his toothbrush or something. I guess I don't know. I've never. Good. I'm glad. You oh, yeah. Well, this is, this is like the cum box thing. It's just like people just do different like w- like different things when masturbating. But it's just really interesting when they kind of come to light. You're like, oh. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, this person says, my girlfriend, she is a 20-year-old female. Uh, my girlfriend's kink is using needles and staples to penetrate her skin. I freaked out. I'm not very experienced in sex or dating. She is my second second girlfriend and sex partner. I know she has a lot of sexual history and had an OnlyFans before, which I honestly don't mind because she was really nice to me and she's an interesting person to be with. Well, how magnanimous of them. Uh, I know she has some weird kinks, but we didn't dive in depth. She knows I'm a bit into BDSM until today I came back to home and she was waiting to have sex with me. She used like 20 needles to pierce on everywhere on her face. She used staples to pierce on her tits and clit. I freaked out. Despite my safety concerns, I find this oddly terrifying as it perhaps shows her tendency of self-harming. It wasn't hot for me, not at all. I told her my thoughts and she looks really frustrated. But I also fear to lose her. Besides those kinks, she was hot. Her only fans used to make $4,000 a month without much advertising. Nice, <laughs> nice and smart. I feel like my refusal to her kinks might mark a great division between us and lead us to breaking apart. I fear that. What should I do? Wow, this guy's sentence construction is... I was going to... I was going to suggest that this is not the best partner until I learned how much she could make on OnlyFans. And now I think maybe she's a right. good partner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. His his entire read is like, she's so fucking hot. I, will, I can't decide whether I want to tolerate her blood play. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, what could what could it she do? Right. Like, what what sort of like insane thing could she do? And he'd still be like, well, four thousand a month on OnlyFans. <laughs> Like, is this I mean, maybe like when a is this like when a woman is really really attractive, maybe 
there's so much unwanted attention. Maybe that's like what what leads to this stuff is like there's so much unwanted attention from men starting at a very young age that they like yeah. start wanting to like self harm because they kind of loathe that and want to. Uh, yeah, I mean that's actually what it makes me think of is like there's some connection there. I wonder if like. I don't know if it's connected to self-harm, but it might be connected to, no, I'm not. Well, okay. What it's going to say is that it might be connected to wanting to make herself less attractive, but. Yeah, that, sure. But nobody would find that out until she was naked in front of them with like droplets of blood coming down from her puncture wounds. Like it's too late. <laughs> the man's already. Well, there, she has to do but... it in a, she's doing it privately because it's sort of more socially possible than, I mean, if you, if you're like in front of a big department store, just like cutting yourself, you're going to immediately get put in jail. Um, yeah. I think uh, Alyssa might want to comment on the uh, staple in the clit. I, I assume when people say that they're doing something like that, they're not actually running it through uh, the actual clit itself. Like that's not, that's pretty hard to believe, but I saw you cringe when you heard that part. Yeah, no, just, it, I mean, it's a, it's a sensitive area of the body. So I just can't imagine like maybe it was near the clit. I don't know. I know when, you're, you pierce the clitoris. There is like a portion of it. Like it's not so sensitive and doesn't have as many nerve endings to pierce through. So maybe there's that. I know oh, when people get their clits pierced. When people get their like clitoris pierced. Yeah. And I know like during like certain like pain play when people use like they put, you know, like needles and or like, you know, hooks or, or no, like, whichever yeah, no. stuff. There are places in the body you can do where it's supposed to not, you know, harm you or hurt you. So maybe she's an expert. Maybe she's anatomy. an expert, but in anatomy. <laughs> Alyssa, what is what is the worst thing? What is the worst thing that's ever happened to your clit? The worst thing that's ever happened to my clit. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. Did you get like kicked of, there? Yeah, I was or, kicked there uh, once, and that actually cut? hurts. No, I've never had my clitoris cut. Think thankfully. No, I think the worst thing it just got irritated one time. Someone had like a like beard stubble and was like just going to town down there, and it was just was in pain for like a week but that, other than that nothing that terrible it's, no it wasn't you oh, good. <laughs> and when you okay so if it's in pain for a week what do you do to protect it do you have to like put some gauze over to band-aid like what do you do <laughs> a tiny little like gauze hat on it. i don't know no i just i just put some um i just put some like antibiotic ointment down there and just you know just keep it from like chafing more and just let it be and just didn't touch it for like a week and just hope for the best you went a week without masturbating yeah wow it was fine. I didn't want to anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So this guy should, I mean, maybe it's worth it. Maybe, maybe she's, she's just that hot. I like how he constantly is putting examples. Like, no, really, she's really, really hot. Right. He mentions it (laughs) in like four different ways. (laughs) Uh, Okay. This person says I came whilst eating my partner's pussy. So last night, my partner and I woke up at about midnight after a loud motorbike drove past our road and set a car alarm off. This this guy has a good introduction to his story. We proceeded to get comfortable and cuddled for a bit. She then pushed her pussy into my cock and said, I'm really wet. I think I was having a sexy dream. We started to kiss and cuddle and a little bit of body kissing foreplay. I then went down. This is going to be worth reading. Okay, fine. I'm going to finish. I then went down on her and she was really into it. Really cute moans. And I was really making... And it was really making me feel quite masculine, to say the least. We continued to work through the motions until she was about to come. I have been with my partner over 12 years. We know each other's about to come stance, and I could feel myself reaching that point also. We both came almost simultaneously, and it was the most bizarre experience I have ever had. Never ejaculated without physical stimulation, and never have issues lasting. So what gives? 
Could I really have been turned on enough to ejaculate just by giving oral sex? Would be interested to hear other stories slash experiences. Has that ever happened to either of you? If this were a woman, I would say it didn't happen. I just want to say that, like, you know, in terms of like being fair and reversing the genders and like asking myself whether I'm fair to, yeah, it's the reason why like it's hard, it's, it's, it's harder to disbelieve the guy is because like, you know, presumably semen came out. And so there's like a lot of evidence, (laughs) but like, yeah, I'm I'm a little suspicious of this story. Like that maybe he experienced something kind of not quite at that level and misinterpreted it, but like pre-come. My guess My guess is that, well, okay, so first off, you do hear stories about people orgasming without physical stimulation. Like, they'll say they can orgasm. So here's stories. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, it's not my favorite sort of porn, but I've seen many (laughs) videos of this. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but like, I saw one where a guy is completely flaccid, right? Like, nothing going on. He gets an erection and then ejaculates. He's just laying there? Yeah. And there's no 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 visual stimulation. You can find this this kind of thing pretty easily. Yeah, I don't know how. And also, I have to say, there was not very much time lag. I mean, maybe there was some clever video editing, but there was not very much time lag between. Though the, the video wasn't that long, put it that way. So like he was able to get through the whole process in like under certainly under five minutes, probably like under three minutes. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive. I mean, I can barely masturbate without pornography so like this notion of like just yeah like i need i need well okay i guess there's a different difference between getting aroused and being brought to orgasm like i can get aroused without any physical stimulation but is there some specific thing keith that you need to have happen typically to get to get to get to to the nut land there's some yes. specific, like he was talking about his stance or posture. Yeah. What's the, what's the thing that, uh, that's no. what was the word that the questioner used. What's the stance that you needed to adopt? It, it, there's no stance. I'm the same as like most human men. Okay, fine. Which is, what's the thing that you do to get, to get you past there? I like having stimulation on Uh-oh. the tip of my penis. Interesting. It's uh, not interesting. nodding. She's nodding. She's like, yes, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> It's the same for everybody. Like, Like it's, you know, like that's, that's the thing that human males like, because I don't think that's right. Oh boy. All right. Go on. I just don't think that like, I don't think that like, so, well, I mean, be a little more specific when you say on the tip, do you mean that like you have some like sort of certain, it's not that you can just like apply, you know, pressure at a certain point and it'll do it. Like, I guess I like sliding pressure, uh, on you know near the tip of the bottom of my penis, that, that is the mo- that that's the most sensitive area. Okay, so if somebody said you couldn't touch that particular part of your body, could you not get off? I think I still could, but it would be, but it would still have to be on the penis. Like you can't. I don't think I can orgasm without physical contact on my penis. Got I it. I think. I mean, are you different? I think that I, I, uh, well, you, ha- you, I, I think you have a little, you're questioning, you're saying you still could without contact in this small region of your penis. I think I could like just stroking you you could, from you're, like, you're not sure just stroking um, the bottom three quarters of my penis. Yeah. I think I probably could. Yeah. I definitely could from that. It would be more, it's more plausible to me than I could, that I could than, than, than it is to you. 
I think. Um, So there might be a, yeah, actually I've never like, in thinking about this, I don't think that I have a particular thing that I do that uh, at the end to make it happen. (laughs) I don't think that's right. Um, Yeah. No grand finale. (laughs) It's like, what is it? The world wrestling you know, WWE, everybody has their like finishing move. <laughs> you know, like the rock takes off that elbow pad and throws it in the stands. And, is that right? Yeah. It makes me think of that uh, video game, uh, Mortal Kombat, where the guy would rip the other guy's head off or whatever. Right. Yeah. The, the fatalities. <laughs> Fatality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then, yeah, that was uh, back uh, long ago, probably before Alyssa was born, when they used to have um, arcades in the mall. In the mall. They don't have malls anymore either. All these words have no meaning. But anyway, you could go to the arcade. And Keith, you might be too young for this too. And you would go to the what? arcade and they had that game at the arcade. And what I remember about it is that, um, I mean, I was pretty young when you could do this, but I remember that like if people played Mortal Kombat in the arcade and you could play two player and fight each other, if, if there was some risk if you did a fatality to the wrong guy that he would actually get angry and like attack you in real life. <laughs> was, in other words, it was considered like, because fatality, it's like you've already won the match, but there's yeah, this move you can do. Right, you can do this move that then does something terrible to the other guy's character, and so it's like you're you're actually right. You're actually it's provocative, right? And yeah. the other guy could get angry. Yeah, yeah. It's a video game equivalent of uh, defiling a corpse. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. Wait, oh, wait, I, wait says... I want to ask one other thing. Hang on, I want to ask one yes. other thing about this, Alyssa. Does that mean? Does this mean that like because you looked with such a knowing look? Is there something that you could do during sex to prevent Keith from getting off then? Because you're like, yes, there's this thing he needs to finish. Could you stop him somehow? Oh, sure. I mean, you could just well, no, like, but not okay, but in a subtle way, not like just running off. out of the room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> putting putting her clothes back on. Yeah, exactly. Is there something subtle you could do where you're like, oh, I'm going to make this not happen now. Oh, just sw- switch positions. So there's a particular position he wants to. There's a finishing position for him. I feel like what do they call this? They call this ruined orgasm, right? Isn't there a subreddit for this? There is, although this is a little bit different because ruined is basically like stopping all contact when it starts. So then it's like not as pleasurable. Yeah. But I mean. Why are you into that, Keith? No, I'm not. (laughs) Who would be into it? That's like if an orgasm is like sort of the greatest, you know, single five seconds of feeling that a person can have, like ruining that is not. Like I think five definitionally seconds. it doesn't make sense. Well, I, don't I think know, it lasts but, longer than five seconds. But okay, the uh, but there are definitely guys that are into this because there's a lot of like dominant submissive porn around this. Yeah. So I don't know why they're into it. I agree because it's like it seems like a complete negative. But uh, yeah, it I seems like the- even if you were submissive, you would want the woman to like in the last minute of the sex act, like just do whatever you want to like actually amp it right. up. Right. Right. Like. Being edging and not being allowed to orgasm is fine. Like I'm, I, I can imagine how that makes the actual orgasm more intense or more more pleasurable. That's I can imagine that. But once you Wait, get so to never the point of that? orgasm, I've edged, of course. Okay, no, you said you could imagine. Which I, makes me think. Every time I every time I have sex or masturbate, it's just it's zero to one hundred and I'm done. No, it's <laughs> like uh, no, yeah, I, I can acknowledge i can relate to that experience i've had that experience whatever but you don't want once the orgasm has commenced it's really hard to imagine a situation where you would want it ruined on purpose uh i don't 
yeah, that I don't. Well, we watched it. So we watched a porn like maybe twenty episodes ago. That I don't know if Alyssa's seen it. Where there's a, it's th- this woman. She still does these, uh, like a lot. She basically sits under a table that's got a, c- a hole cut in it. It's kind of like the SNL skit of dick, dick in a box. Like you cut a hole in the table and then you put it milking dick table through the hole. Oh yeah, yes. the milking table. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you've seen that. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and 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 what she does is is when he nuts, like she doesn't touch him, and then she seems really happy to put her mouth in such a position that the semen goes into her mouth. But he doesn't actually know that's happening. See, it's like almost like a philosophical conundrum. The man yeah. can't know where his <laughs> semen went. It's like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there. Yeah, right. the common, no one sees it. Did it happen? <laughs> yeah. Right. She sort of gleefully does that. And the guy, I mean, this poor guy, like, I mean, <laughs> that's his, I mean, that appears to be most of his sex life is just lying on this table and then <laughs> orgasming into, into a void. Maybe that's hot. Maybe you guys should try it. No. Why would I want her? I mean, You're like, why would gonna... I ruin a perfectly good table? <laughs> <laughs> if she's going to swallow my cum, like... Why do it in such a way that I don't get to feel her mouth around my dick? Because right? maybe like, it's like Schrodinger's cum. Like you don't know if she swallowed it. See, this is the thing. Maybe that mystery, maybe that mystery enhances it. You don't know. And of course, but I, but I, I do want to caution all listeners that uh, this is like my one of my most important rules for life. Um, when you have sex with a hole in a table or a wall, when you put your penis through something that's opaque and you don't know what's on the other side, Mm-hmm. The thing on the other side is always a man. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to warn everyone. Now maybe that's your thing, but so 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 in my world, and maybe this is my own version of transgender. Uh, if Alyssa was under the table and Keith was on top of the table for that brief moment when they were uh, having sex through the table, uh, Alyssa's a man. What just because- it actually turns her into a man? Yes. Right. Right. You can't be absolutely sure. So therefore, in my view, right to you, she's a man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, basically so you could have a gay experience that way. Right. Or you could simulate a gay experience. And they say ignorance is bliss. That way. Yeah, but it's not like LGBTQIA. <laughs> it's not on that list. It's the plus is this right. other sort of transgender person who tr- becomes transgender through a knowledge, sort of a philosophical conundrum. Right. Yeah. yeah. I do want to walk it back to the like the no hands orgasm because uh-huh. for the female experience, like it's just that's never happened for me. But I understand for men that like, you guys can get wet dreams where you guys come while you're yeah. sleeping. And there's no stimulation. Well, like when was the last time that, that's happened to either one of you? I've never had one. You never You've had one. You've never had a wet dream, Mike. Correct. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always been very satisfied. <laughs> I don't, I don't find it. Okay. It correlates some with having masturbated recently, but I've had wet dreams and I don't normally go very long without masturbating. Um, Wait, you've had one like in the last 10 years. I don't know if I've, yes, I have. I have. I think I wow. have one like maybe no, once. A, I think I have one like once a year now, something like that. That's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. Actually. It's a little bit annoying. Um, because it's a mess. Um, and then the typical experience is you wake up just as you're orgasming. And mm. if you were orgasming because of something in a dream, like it was a good dream. Like you don't want to have been woken wait, wait. up from that. But when you wake up during that, is your hand in your underwear or whatever no. you're wearing? No. Oh, I'll normally you have be like. hands for your orgasm. No. I'll be like on my stomach or like oh. on my side and I'll be like grinding against the bed. Like I'm 
my body like naturally finds stimulation for itself. I wonder if this actually correlates. Huh. I wonder if uh, wet dreams correlate with uh, circumcision. I wonder. That's yeah. actually an interesting point. Yeah, I'm I'm more able to get stimulation without getting my hand involved. Right. Yeah, you could. So so actually, so you probably could orgasm via. Like, I mean, I could use something like a fleshlight. Like, if you attached a fleshlight to a wall with a suction cup, I think I could. Yeah, that would work. It would operate yeah, like a hand. Of course, of course. But I do not think I could do that with, like, say, a mattress. A mattress that I didn't want anymore was going to throw away or whatever. But, like, I'm just rubbing my... And women, the very common way for women to masturbate is with a pillow or a... What we... Last episode, we had the woman who used a, a, a broom handle. Right, uh, she or would, a bedpost. Not, she didn't insert it. She would rub against it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I could do it with a mattress. I know I could do it with a sleeping bag. Right. So, no. yeah. So I, I've literally never had that experience of, uh, of, uh, any sort of, uh, you know, just purely rubbing situation Yeah, and no wet dreams either. So, well, I never had one either. Yeah. Rough life guys. It's, I mean, <laughs> I, wet dreams are cool. I, I don't have them very often. So it's not like a part of my life experience Wait. anymore. But, Alyssa, what's the closest you've come? I mean, you, I assume you have what you, I'm guessing you have dreams where like, there's a man that looks like Fabio with flowing locks <laughs> with a horse. Oh, no. I'm just imagining a Roman. <laughs> Do you have dreams like that ever? Like what, what's the sex, most sexed up dream type that you would have? I don't, you know, it's, I never remember any of my sex dreams. I've woken up aroused before, but I've never like woken up and I was, you know, I came. Usually, like, I'll Got wake it. up and I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to finish this. Mine would just okay. be, like, okay. yeah, mine would be, like, ridiculously awesome. Like, the dream setup would be, like, I'm at a swimming pool. There's, like, 20 female lifeguards, and they're all, you know, spectacularly attractive. And then somehow, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a dream. So, like, you know, yeah. the order of events and nothing makes sense. And then, like, yeah, then I get to, like, hook up with one of them. Yeah, I never, ever remember any of my sex dreams. Huh. No. I don't think I ever have any sex dreams. So this sounds, mm. yeah, this kind of bums me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all right. For sure, reality is coming. In fact, you already have one. It's not as good as that. I don't, I no, want the 20. It's not. How many, was it 25 lifeguards? It was, I said and, 20, but I can't be sure. Okay. It was a dream. So, and Alyssa's are so good one. that she, she can't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's <dreams>. terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that's your that's your dream. <laughs> Even in your dream, you're not the manager. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, I thought we'd have time for one more topic, but we don't. So that'll do it for episode 60 of Your Mileage May Vary. Thanks to Mike and Alyssa for the valuable time. As a reminder, we can be contacted at YMMVPod on Twitter or by email at YMMVPod at gmail.com. We hope you enjoyed the show and we hope you'll join us next week. Bye for now. No!